What's up, what's up, everybody? I'm Marlon. And I'm Marie. And welcome back to another episode of On Our Radar. I hope you guys have been doing good. Mm. Um, we are actually really excited because we're celebrating a milestone today. Uh, today yes. is a full 20 weeks into our pregnancy. Yes. Yes. Um, it's just been really crazy because we've actually not necessarily lost track of time, but just haven't been keeping, oh, no, absolutely not. keeping track of a lot of things. We've just been going through days. And I have been keeping track weekly. Yes. Yes. Let me, Which let me take that like you, Me. <laughs> it's difficult to keep track weekly and you have to stay on point. Um, but I get like, I get notifications because I'm, I've got those apps. And so each week I'll get a notification like, oh, hey, you're at here, you're at here, you're at here. So it's like, oh, yay. So if I forget, it kind of reminds me, which is great. You know, I mean, (laughs) super helpful, super helpful. And then I get, you know, you know how big the baby is, what they should be doing now, what I should be feeling symptoms that I can be dealing with, you know. Right. right. Um, what what are we compared to right now? I think you said pomegranate or eight ball. Eight ball was it last? No, no, that was eight ball was the last one. Pomegranate, no. I don't remember ever saying pomegranate though. Um let's see. I can quickly check. Yeah, go for it. What what the baby would be compared to at twenty weeks. And it is a grapefruit. Grapefruit. All right. We're getting grapefruit. Yes, a grapefruit. We're in between a grapefruit right now and a banana. The banana's at 21. Oh, okay. Okay. It's weird to be comparing our child to things, but a fruit. it's a fruit. But it's just to kind of see what size they are. So we are, we're just excited. I'm, I really am just getting into the experience. And as you can tell, we're wearing our promoted to mommy and promoted to daddy t-shirts today so you know to put that on the record <laughs> careful now careful careful of the babies careful careful of those 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 careful of the sweethearts <laughs> careful of those sweethearts because they are precious and they're not going anywhere <laughs> amen to that amen to that just getting bigger <laughs> amen to that and heavier oh, oh like wow. uh, <laughs> oh heavier and bustier and just <laughs> 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 all right all right well outside of that you know, we're just excited because you know we are just sharing the experience with you guys as much as we can you know you may not see as many updates going through on our social media because we're kind of just living in the moment um, but you will kind of see things, how they progress. That will rev up. Yeah. yeah, it will rev up. But, you know, thank you for all of your love and support. We really do appreciate that. It has been well-received. We do not yeah. take it for granted. Um, and we appreciate you just going through this little journey with us. So Yeah, little you know, journey. Little journey. Mm. Little feetsies. Little feetsies. But on to the news of the week, things that hit our radar. Um Lately, the church has been in the news a lot. And we're not just saying the church, but the pastors themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, a recent uh, clip came through of a pastor complaining to their congregation about how they are broke, busted, and disgusted. And disgusted. And disgusted. Because he could not get his parish to get him a new watch. 
this is the thing I kind of I don't understand completely when it comes down to the pastors and how they nav- navigate that world a little bit because mm-hmm. you know you only give it what what you have is what I understood when I was growing up in the church. Um, Absolutely. You know, my little bit of my family history. My grandfather was a deacon. I my my grandmother was big part of the church. I grew up in the church and I know the roles and things like that. And I know one of the not parables, but sayings that they always say when it's time for tithes and offerings. It's just like you can only give what you can allow yourself to give. Wow. And, That's not what I was taught. Oh wow. Really? Um, I wanted I, I there was a percentage that you were supposed to provide the church from your really? from your yeah, from your salary. And I want to say it was like either 15 percent and some either 15. Yeah. 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 Some people gave 15 percent. Some people gave 20 percent, you know, but there was a percentage that you were required or, or asked to give. Like that was what you were supposed to do. I remember one of my godparents um, who was very active in the church saying that, like, you know, she gives 20 percent all the time. I think what you were taught is better. Give what you can afford to give. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you to need give. to survive. Yeah. I think the, the the teachings in that were just you know everyone understands life is real, and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you are here to give yourself more on a spiritual level than a financial level, mm-hmm. and however we are able to uh, support the churches, however we can give to support the church, because you know outside of that we have families and things of that essence. So that was that was my understanding. I I've never heard of percentages to be given so that's that's really new to me yeah i don't know that yeah but back to the topic at hand i mean now we have multiple like the the circulation of videos of pastors just stepping out of their own and stepping into foolishness is kind of wild because i'm like aren't you supposed to be going by the guidebook here aka the bible yeah ish i'm just i'm just saying i, I find it a little hard to believe that a pastor would turn around and disrespect his parish by not giving as much. Like, why would we even, why is that a conversation? And not just not giving, but he specifically was talking about that watch that he wanted. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, we're not supposed to be, yeah, you, you do live off the church. Mm-hmm. I do understand that. This is your job. Right. But we're not supposed to be giving you material things. Yeah. That you I can't mean, take to the afterlife, right? I, I, this is true. I mean, compared to the other pastor that got robbed. Well, oh, yes, we have to talk about him. Go. I mean, go ahead, because that's still that is still a very developed. Like, how are we even here? How did we get here that you got a robbed on live live TV? Yeah, he was. And then, it, was it was being reported. I mean, I, yeah, I, I say live TV because it wasn't really like live. It was be it was recorded. Um, and then to find out that he was just out here stealing the whole bag is just, just... that whole thing got brought up. I think the woman um, started to sue or something, mm-hmm. put in mm-hmm. a complaint. Yeah. After the official yeah. official um, investigation, sorry, it's official investigation word. happens. Um, it's happening to, to whole to his entire accounting ability, like everything mm-hmm. going through all the books. It just reminds me of how many times I used to be in the church and they would go and I would see them just rustle all the bags, like the little um, yes. uh, velvety pouches. Ties. 
the, t- the types, yeah, the velvety yeah. pouches of money and stuff like that. And they were all going like a succinct way into the back room. And then they would sit there and count all the money out. And I would just be looking at them like, this looks like, like a, in my mind, I was like, this looks like a, a big operation. Like, this is a lot of money exchanging hands. Certain mm-hmm. people can just be like, I always wondered as um, the, the basket, the tide basket came around. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember the Kings of Comedy? I mean, yes. obviously you do. Yes, of course. Steve Harvey had a particular joke mm. um, during the Kings of Comedy mm. that to this day cracks me up um, about that woman, the older woman in church. Yes. And yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, because one of the things that some Baptist church do, some Baptist church do, yeah. if they don't, they don't get don't enough money or get enough money, yes. they will continue to pass the tide bop. The circle tide back. Just keep circle of that, circle of that. Circle of that. Which his joke, or his joke was, you know, the woman said, you know, keep passing that thing around. Mm-hmm. And you fuck around and come up short. <laughs> so, exactly what you said is what... Because at one point, like, people were just put loose dollars in, like $5, yeah. $10, I, whatever. So you can easily, if you were good with a slip of hand, yeah, yeah. you can easily grab a five. You know? So here's a here's a here's a church tale. <laughs> I remember in my youth we were sitting and tithes and offerings came around, and I always used to get like a dollar or two before I would go mm-hmm. into church so I could put in the tithes and offering because it was like mm-hmm. you know teaching the habit of giving, giving to the church, giving. Yeah. And I remember I had like. I think like loose change or something. Like I think I had bought something that morning and I had like extra loose change. So I was just like, Oh, I'll throw it in. So I remember like it coming down the aisle and I was just like, Oh yeah, I got it. I got it. So I had my little dollar and I had my change and I like did it together and I like threw it all in there. And then the way the change hit the pouch, it's just like clink, 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 clink. The entire row looked, looked, at, you? looked at you as if that was all I give. I'm like, yo, I was I'm like a child. I was I was like I was kind of afraid because I was like, "What did I do something wrong?" And at the time, I, I was um, with my grandmother, and she kind of just passed it along or whatever. And everybody kind of came was just like, "Did you just give change? Did you give your change to the church? You didn't get no dollar." I was just like, "I'm like ten. What? I I, I don't have a fully functioning job. What? I was like." I don't understand. I was like, but I gave what I have. Isn't that what it is? I gave what I have. And no, it's not what it is. They don't care about that. They mm. want the dollars. They see? want the dollars. See? That's what they kept circling back around. <laughs> kept see? Circling that, back was, around. that was it. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible. I mean, come on. I'm sorry. You had that. It, it's, it, listen, everybody's experience when it comes to tithes and offerings is always a little bit fishy. People write checks. People give whatever. You know, it's just a thing. It's, it's it's something that we all have to go through from time to time. I yeah, I think my mom would write checks. Yeah, my mom. Like, yeah, I think my, my mom and some checks one of my godparents. Well, yeah, because she was giving so damn much, she would definitely write checks. Yeah, my mom wrote checks for sure. For sure. Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Oh boy, but she would also have her little her. I wouldn't say change loose dollars and whatever be, when when the tide basket came back around again. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point that like, okay, so we wouldn't. So we would only get that basket when they didn't get enough. Mm. When people were tithing, I would have to take her thing to the front. You know, when they were like over to accepting tithes and offerings, 
I have to take it to the front and, and, you know, put it in. And do you know, mm-hmm. I would say 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah. somewhere around that time. Yeah. I was getting an allowance for things that we're doing in a house. Yeah. Chores. I take out the trash, well. chores, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I would get my little allowance. She asked me one time, mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't take your allowance and, and, you know, and, you know, give some back to the church. And I remember looking at her like perplexed. I was like, you, you realize that you're giving me like $5 here, $10 here, right? <laughs> what am I, why would I give that back to, the, give what to the church? Oh, you can take, you know, two or three dollars. I was like, no, that's my money. At the end of the day, <laughs> she, I think she was trying to prepare you for taxes. She probably I she, was. I think she was trying to prepare you for taxes. I was trying to save up to go to the movies with my friends and, you know, a little other stuff. I was like, what? No, boo-boo. That's not happening. <laughs> I was like, if you want to, like, add on a couple more dollars, and you know, then I would give that to the church. But other than that, it's not happening, sweetie. Sweetness. Damn. <laughs> I cut that quick, real. I was like, I just nipped that one in the butt. I was like, oh no, baby, no, no, boo boo. This is not how it works. No, I get it. And then plus, my father would give me money, and she even said, like, what about that? And I was like, no, that's going in my little savings because I want to go to Europe one day, and I'm gonna need the money. And boy, did I ever! Yes, you did. You went to Europe. You did that. Yes, and I, I lost all my money there. (laughs) Well, I didn't lose it. It just, it went to you. I spent it. I spent it. You went to use. You fulfilled. So I needed it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so yeah. We had the broke, broke, busted, busted and disgusted pastor, and then we had the other bishop who is now under investigation. Yeah. Due to his um, trying to cheat people out of their motherfucking money. Yeah. I say and this. also they now people are starting to wonder if he didn't plan the robbery himself. Oh, that I didn't hear. That, that I heard. Oh, you know, wow. TMZ, I mean, not TMZ, the Shade Room has their own little reporting yes, now. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They're doing serious topics for serious. No, that business. is not a serious topic. <laughs> I'm sorry. God forgive me. It is a serious topic. Someone was robbed at gunpoint, you know. Apparently, they shoved the gun in his little kid's face, too. That's horrible. So, it's a serious topic. But that man who does it, is not a serious person. <laughs> Maybe he'll start here and then he'll end up on the black um, black news channel. The BNC. Yeah. Oh boy, that's not that's not. I, I, who knows? Who knows? Having I just, his little suit. <laughs> pleading his case. Yes. <laughs> pleading his case. Well, all right. Um, on to the next one. Uh, we definitely have to talk about this woman that has been circulating over the internet that I had to show Marie myself because she was shocked, shocked, mm-hmm. shocked about deep frying her entire breakfast. I know you guys have seen it circulating. It is wild that she did everything. Now, when I showed Marie the video, she actually brought up a very interesting point, and I want you to say it. Because that made a lot of sense. Like she deep fried everything from what the eggs, the bacon, the wok, the biscuits, the um, yeah, the, 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 the eggs, uh, the bacon, the biscuits. What was it? The sausage patty and then the sausage. Yeah, the sausage patty as well. Um, but you did mention something at the end of the video. Go ahead. What was that? Well, I mentioned two things. I'll, I'll say the, the floor is yours. One, I felt the biscuit 
being deep fried would be extremely oily. Oh, of course. However, it didn't necessarily look oily when she took it out and she did peel off some, some of it and take a piece. It didn't look bad. But me knowing how um, dough goes, I, I, I would have thought that it would have contracted way too much oil, sucked up all that oil, and then been almost inedible. I agree. That was one thing I that I was worried about. Or not worried about, just like concerned for her health. The second thing was, I don't think I would have put everything in one batch of oil, you know, mm. or together. Like, things have different cooking time. Yes. Depending on how you like it. Yes. Right? Yes. The, the biscuit, the eggs, mm-hmm. the bacon, mm-hmm. there's bacon, and the sausage. The sausage, when she cut it open, I don't, I like medium rare. Um, red meat, I do. I don't like medium rare sausage. When it comes to sausage, that that sucker needs to be cooked thoroughly. Mm-hmm. If not a little crispy on the edge, I like a crunch. That's fair. That's fair. For bacon, I also like to hear it crunch. I don't like loose, floppity loppy bacon. We learned is, that the hard way. Our differences yes. in how we treat our bacon were learned really early in our relationship. Yes. Because yes, she yes. she uh, took the rest of when we moved into our first apartment. Yeah, she knocked out a breakfast for what I think that first first or second weekend. Yeah, something like that. Something yeah. like that. And she did the bacon, and I'm talking about. I was sitting there and I was looking, and I was just like, "Hey, you want to take off that bacon?" So she's like, "No." I was like, "I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have to we have to stop and talk about <laughs> this because you're letting that joint sit there almost on the cusp." Of the black. In the burning. Yeah. Yes, the yes. cusp of the black. I don't like it that black. Yeah. Okay. That was an accident. I want it. I want it crispy. I want it to have that snap. Uh-huh. But it doesn't need to be. Yeah. No. Those were accidentes. Let's listen to my grandmother too much. Because mm. mm. that was. You, 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 the word you used was what? What was it? C- Cajun? No. No, no, no. I said that with something else. Mm-hmm. No. Jeez, man. Just blowing my shit up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I don't want super overcooked bacon, but like perhaps the sausage. The sausage I said Cajun. The sausage was almost black. Yeah, you were giving me hockey pucks at one point, and I was just like, yeah, cut I did. that out, like, cut that sorry. out. We had to have a conversation. I was like, this this, this gotta stop. First of all, just because you see smoke doesn't mean it's done. When you see smoke, it's overdone. It's over. Well, yes, that's that's the proper say. That's the proper say. But yes, yeah. yes. But you know, I'm sorry you, about you, that. <laughs> you live and you learn. We're a growing couple. We're a growing couple. We're a growing couple. Just don't teach Yeah, but like, that. yeah, it was surprising how loose the bacon was when she took it out. Yeah. It, like, but maybe that was because there was so much shit in there. You know what I'm saying? I also agree to that. The more that's in there, the less like heat can be distributed to each item. True. So maybe no. if she like, the eggs didn't need to be in there all that time. Mm-hmm. His eggs came out, and I mean, I thought they were like overdone. Yeah, but so, here's my thing: how did like the amount of ingredients that were put into the oil yeah. itself? I mean, she yeah. added soy sauce, she added salt. She did. She added salt. It was just like a um, complete, like no, no bueno, no bueno. But you forgot that point that you made when you watched it originally. And that point was that you never saw her actually try any of the food. Oh, yeah. 
Wait, 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 wait. She she tried the um. I mean, besides the biscuit, yeah. The biscuit. That was it. But she she cut open the um eggs. You gotta try. She cut it. open the sausage. I need to see you she eat did that. Not, yeah, I need to see no, you eat I that. I wanted to see her eat it. I wanted to see her eat it. Eat that bacon. Eat that floppy woppy bacon. Yeah, I wanted to see you eat that on camera because I'm like, do you stand by this oh, meal? God. But that's the whole trend. I'm seeing people just deep fry everything and then just put it on a plate and eat. I'm like. This is definitely clickbait material. I understand that. Like, I'm that's not even, true. That's 100% clickbait material. But I was just taken back by the fact that you did an entire breakfast. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Cut that out. Mm-hmm. We, need, mm-hmm. we like our arteries over here. You know, we're trying to go for a healthier lifestyle here. Yes, yes. We, we're going to have our fried foods every once in a while. Yes. No doubt about that. Yes. But the entire breakfast does not need to be deep fried. That was insane. Deep fried? Deep fried, deep fried. That was like a no. jar, like a vat of she oil. She did. What? Like, she, that was a lot of oil she put in there. That's a vat of oil. That was an entire bottle. That type of oil when I'm frying chicken was supposed to be in the pan, and I didn't put that much oil. That's and I was like, that's too much oil. You, you I'm looking air, at it like I'm going to have a problem. Switch to air fry. Let's just switch it to air fry, period. Lord, what a trip, my Lord, God. Indeed. Indeed. And speaking of trips, uh, mm-hmm. guys, I know our Earth is in peril. I don't know where you find this stuff. All right. Gaia, the spirit of the Earth, has, you know, had a premonition and destruction is plaguing our planet. We are not treating Mother Earth very well. But there are just certain things that Mother Earth did not ask us to do. And one of those things is using reusable toilet paper. Okay, I am tired of seeing these things on the internet. Whoever is promoting reusable toilet paper, please stop. That is something that can't be done. That and reusable diapers. I'm kind of over those two things. Want to know why? Because fecal matter is coming out, and you're saving the fecal matter to go wash it and then reuse it all over again. No, let's just take it for what it is. Toilet paper is toilet paper. Reusable paper towels are a different story. We actually do use reusable paper towels. I am uh, a big fan of it now. I yeah. Was, I was co-signed on it. And I'm now a fan. But the toilet paper is a whole different situation. Let that be flush. Toilet paper itself does, you know, evaporate eventually, depending on how hot the water is, you know, yes. as it goes through our pipes. Let that go. You know what we could stop doing? Drinking so much out of water bottles. Let's cut that whole industry out because it does nothing for our earth. You know, I get that we have Dasani and Poland Poland Spring Spring and Smart Water and and what else? I'm missing another one. Anyway. There's a big list. There's a big list. List of ending endings. Yes. I understand that this is the brand that you guys... Yeah, I showed Marie the reusable toilet paper, and her face was like, why do we... I was horrified. Why do we do Not only is it, but they even give you little packets to put the shitty and the the urine-stained toilet paper in, so then you can put it in a waste paper basket, so then you can eventually put it into your clean, ideally clean, washing machine with your other clothing... So you're just no. spreading fecal matter everywhere. Everywhere. So when you just someone walk- says you smell like shit. You smell like shit. 
maybe that's what, um, you know, Tiffany was doing. That stupid commercial. Your clothes smell bad, but they're clean. Yeah, because she was washing her reusable. You toilet have paper such an issue with, with that Downey commercial. I hate that you, fucking commercial. You have some real gripe with that actual Downey commercial. If your clothes smell mildewy, or or if like your your workout clothes still mm-hmm. smell like your workout busted ass, mm-hmm. guess what? They're not clean. Put it either if if you if you can put it back in the wash. If you decided that you don't want to spend another dollar fifty or another half an hour at the washroom at the like laundry spot, put it back into the the thingy basket when you get home, and you do it two weeks from now. I've done that. I've like smelled. In fact, I didn't even realize that something what didn't smell good until I got it home and I was hanging it up and I was like, oh mm. no, and I just tossed it back in the thing like not clean. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Or just um, soak it. Or just soak it. But every time There's a lot of things we can do. Every time that commercial comes up, her eye just so like, gross. Just goes a little, a little wild. I have to mute it. I remember I jumped to mute it immediately just to you avoid did? the rant. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't believe that that passed. Like, and it had to pass multiple people, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, the people have to sign off on the Plus, ad. We already know that commercials, <laughs> certain commercials just don't need to exist mm, completely. Like, that one that we recently seen about all of those, what was it? It was like a, uh, I think it was health insurance. And the women, the woman was in the room. Oh, yes. Yeah. Was it was it, health what? insurance. Yeah. It's, I can't even remember what health, but it's basically talking about how all health insurance is the same or insurance is the same. And, mm-hmm. and so everyone's here looks the same because of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, so you found a way to just get a whole bunch of white people in the room. And so we're not going to say anything because, oh, no, 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 no. It's not that we don't like, you know, dif- differences and stuff like that. And, you know, that ethnicity. It's just that we're, we're trying to explain that how health insurance looks at all of us the same. I, I so this is get- our commercial. I always get so surprised about certain commercials and then I just realize that there's so many people in the room that don't poise the question of, are yes. you thinking for the long term? You're just thinking for a quick and fast, you know, yeah. selling point that's and you're not thinking of the yeah. long form, long term. And that's just one of the downfalls of some advertising these days because not enough people of diverse backgrounds and experiences mm-hmm. are in the room to kind of promote what everyone, mm-hmm. which is a diverse and expanding place, looks like. Exactly. So, so you're hurting yourself because you end up with very dumb commercials. Of course, but you know there are going to be people that take the message and not the the picture and be like, oh yeah, absolutely. I'll still fuck with it. So what are you gonna do? Yes. Uh, modern age. Modern age. Here we modern go. Age. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um. Now this is a little bit of something that I just took for myself because of the hilarity behind it. Uh, as you know, summer's closing, people are going out, people are still enjoying themselves, people are going to amusement parks. This definitely caught my interest because someone decided that it was a great idea to have sex in an amusement park. A couple was actually caught having sex in an amusement park, and the excuse that they gave the cops was amazing. They said that the lady that was involved in it uh, said that she was going for her pack of cigarettes, and she mm-hmm. was bending over 
to get her cigarettes. And her boyfriend was trying to help her get her cigarettes. Now, they were on the big wheel. So they were high up. And they felt like this was a golden opportunity to bust out a cigarette and enjoy the view. But you know what? They did one no better. And I said, let's just capitalize on it and have some sex on our Ferris wheel. Yeah. I'm all for, you know, the do rocking. You, listen, I'm all for do what you want to do in your public spaces. Just be discreet. Be discreet. You go, people, listen. People have sex wherever they want to have sex. I've seen videos and I've seen things and I've seen things live in these New York streets of people just fucking randomly somewhere on a park bridge at Bryant Park. And I'm just like, okay, so that's happening. And you just move on. Oh, yeah. Listen, man. I've seen people fuck on the subway. I've seen people fuck at Bryant Park. I've seen people fuck at the movie theater. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Where else? Have you done anything in a movie theater? Yes. Um, where else? Um, I've seen people do it in the staircase of my old apartment building back in the day. Um, oh yeah. I mean, it's just people. People gonna fuck. People gonna fuck. But the excuse is just like, come on, you reach for a pack of cigarettes? Come on, dogs. Nah, that's not gonna fly. That's not. Gonna I fly. wouldn't do it at a music park. You know, just too many kids around. Well, unfortunately, two kids did get a full full size view of it because I'm that's sure what was reported. Did. It was two moms and then two kids that got a chance to see this uh, act of passion, passion, act of passion go down. My God, <laughs> have you got My caught in a movie theater? Are with you, huh? Have you got caught in a movie theater? No, absolutely not. No public I've spaces caught with you. you, but I've 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 done stuff in the movie theater. But I didn't get caught. First of it all, wasn't any, it wasn't like all the way. The most we got to the second base was second. I don't know. Bugs, we married. I don't care about that no more. Anyways, I think it was second base. That's yeah, we, we got caught in the stairwell. We, we definitely did. Yeah. yeah, we definitely did. And Secure. we were probably around second base, rounding third in the stairwell. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the security card. <laughs> the car third definitely... base coat. <laughs> That security, yeah. that security guard swooped in at the right moment because we were oh, right You were there. this close. <laughs> right there. No regrets. No regrets. At least he was cool about it. He yeah, he was. Just go home. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, you guys got to go. I was like. Yeah, we were like, no problem. I was like, solid. <laughs> I was like, solid, brother. We, we, we out here. We get, we, That's right. Solid, brother. We, we go. We go. So. Yeah. Just be it more happens, discreet. Like you said. Be more discreet, guys. You Be know, speak to less kid interaction areas, please. My God. I don't know why. <sighs> but love is blind. And it will take over your mind. It will. Or the lust will, at least. Because I'm not saying these people are in love. That too. Um, but, you know, great transition. As I say, the quote, got to speak about love is blind. Unfortunately. Oh, we do. Yeah. We do. Now, oh, wait, before we start on Love is Blind, yeah, what's up? I wanted to ask you, have you seen this thing about Kanye West and these trash bags? Oh, Lord. Um, no, I haven't, and I've tried to avoid, okay. avoid it as much as possible. To be honest with you, I really try to avoid it as much as possible because the, the latest things that I'm seeing drop out of the fashion world like the the whole Balenciaga shoelace earring thing. Like, I'm sorry, when did we just wear a shoelace on our person and that's that? 
Like, I know the feather earring was bad enough. I, I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm I'm so out of it. Like I'm just over my over my bald head. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. 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 It's just some this little tidbit that I saw, and I was like, "This Negro really? I mean, just I mean, okay. Basically, he has a deal with the Gap, which makes me question the Gap. Yeah, and um, he had his homeless clothing uh-huh. line uh-huh. in a bunch of trash bags, black trash bags, and so um, people said that you know this could be offensive. Uh-huh. Can be deemed offensive. Like, okay. do you want to like maybe put it somewhere, like in something else? Don't sell your clothes out of a trash bag, you know. Right. Right. And he went on, on well, Fox News of all places, to defend himself. Very strange man we're dealing with at this point. Yeah, yeah. This it's is a, no longer is... the Kanye that we once knew and loved, or from other people who loved him. Mm. I do, and I think I've said this to you like a lot of times. I think certain people who are famous or in the music world and things like that, once they reach a certain level of fame and once they reach a certain level of money, their I would actually honestly say their imagination starts to run wild, and they start yes. experimenting and doing different things that yes. they think is like edge of your seat or yes. you know. Um, Moving the 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 needle, provocative, provocative, moving needle, needle, whatever terminology you know that you guys you guys kind of get the drift of what we're saying here. But you know, once they do that, it's kind of like okay, you're on one foot in on the cuckoo train, one foot out. But you know, fashion is interpretation. It absolutely is interpretation. But however, if a lot of people are telling you you're they're interpreting your bullshit as bullshit, maybe you should listen to them. But you two focused on in your head as Kanye being right and See, God and whatever. You know, Kanye has two things. He has his uh, angel and devil here, and they're both saying the same thing. <laughs> You're amazing. Keep it up. You're the best. You're the best, nigga. You're the best. <laughs> so. Yikes. Yeah. Dating your maybe little he, Kim Kardashian clothes. Maybe he watched the flashing lights video too much. Maybe he did that. That could be a thing. It just like burned into his cranium. No, you know what I think it is? I think it's the Kardashian, um, not model, yeah, model, mm-hmm. chew them up and spit them out. And he got spit out. That's what happened. That's what happened. So we, we're dealing with the spit out version of, of Kanye. And that's it. Okay. Sucks. Moving right along. <laughs> Moving along too, Bob is blind. Oh my God, we got two breakups. Yeah. To wait, who's the other one? The um the white couple. Wait a minute, seriously? They filed for divorce too. I saw that this morning. Wow. Okay. See, that kind of is absolutely a failure. That kind of tracks though. That tracked. That tracked. That kind of track though. And I have to say. Damn. Hats off to you, dude. You lasted a you year. You lasted a year. You lasted a year. You did it. You did it. Damn. Oh, man. So, you know, guys, if you follow Love is Blind, our favorite black couple decided to call it quits after a year yeah. um, over just the group part. Mm-hmm. Um, I was rooting for their story because I did feel like there was a lot of similarities in their, not necessarily their upbringing, but just their understanding of what struggle was and what coming out of struggle and being a better person 
was. I kind of did really connect with them on that. I thought they found a common ground and a bond because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they seem to have been flourishing pretty li- lively. And everybody understands that what you show on social media does not reflect your real life. And right. I guess in that sense, what we were looking at on social media was trying to be their most authentic selves. But, you know, right. time is time. And, you know, as they grow in their businesses and lifestyles, you know, things could have fallen through the cracks. And, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. The one thing I am appreciative of, though, is that they both seem to be on the same page of understanding that they're still in love and respecting each other and just mm-hmm. know that this is not going to be it for them. Mm-hmm. I am definitely, I'm like, damn, that sucks. You know, I was really, yeah. you know, excited. We're rooting for you. We all were rooting for you. Basically. We love that Tyra. Mm, yeah, sorry. Basically, we were rooting for you, but, yeah, we really you know. Are. But it's okay. You know, not everything is meant to last forever, like yeah. Marlon said. Yeah. It's fine. You guys gave it a good try. Yeah. We are. We are. <laughs> I, I, you, you go anywhere, I'm, I'm, I'm hunting you down, girl. I'm hunting you down. Oh, well, thank you. But, yeah, that's unfortunate. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we, it also comes to a level of, hey, we're more self-aware of and understanding of what's needed for us to be the best person, best version of ourselves. Yes. And that yes. needs to be a part. That's kind of the choice we have to make. So I'm glad yes. that they at least were adults enough to get there and not stick it through and get combative and argumentative and hostile toward yeah. each other. Because sometimes that's where you start to lead down when you grow apart. Right, right, right. Now, the other couple, I'm sorry. I'm just going to call it. I saw that happen. I was like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Was that, it Danielle and Keith or something like that? Something to that effect. I can't remember their names at this moment, but the only other true couple that said, I do. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, if, in fact, they reveal the reasons behind their separation, I will read that because I need to know if it was because of her nagging nagging or her insecurity of being left out of the loop or whatever the case would be. I just, yeah, I would say she really went through a loop that first night. I was just like, I was perplexed at what happened, you know, just as perplexed as he was. Shoot. Yeah. Cause he came back like, I'm sorry, what did I miss? What happened? Like I, I said I was going down to the beach. I went down to the beach. You could see me. Yeah. That was the part that was wild. Like they were both like, uh, not even, 10 feet away from each other. They weren't too far from each other. So I don't know what happened. But you know what? Like you said, insecurities. I was, I'm trying to find it, but I don't think I'm going to find it. That's it's okay. definitely insecurities. And, and yeah, it could have been a lot. Perhaps they just grew apart too. Yeah. You know, well, when we find out, we will definitely divulge. Yes. But it's, it's, it's sad, you know, to, to the couples that did get married and did agree to, you know, it, it fizzled out. But it, it's, it's okay. You know, they tried. This is a new social experiment. They tried. So, yeah. No. Okay. Uh, we're going to switch off to more positive love news um, as we recap Ready to Love and the double episode of Black Love. Um, oh, sorry. You know what? I forgot. I forgot. I did forget. I did. And I apologize. Before we do that, <sighs> That's why when you said positive, I was like, what's positive about this show? I did forget, and I apologize. I apologize. I realized that we were supposed to talk about this. Last week, we uh, gave you a little taste of a new dating show that popped up on our suggestion screen. 
called Cosmic Love. Um, Cosmic Love is, well, thank you for the animation. Uh, Cosmic Love is a dating show where people are matched strictly based off of their astrology. I myself am not an astrology buff. Marie is an astrology, not necessarily expert. Novice. Novice. Okay, you're going to say novice. I wasn't going to give you the word novice, but okay. Um, It is a wild experiment because they're only going off of astrological matches only. Period. 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 Um, And I have to say it's a complete shit show. Like, I'm not, it's a complete shit show. From the get From the jump. Um, these pairings, the way they're using their astrological signs, things that I, I am well over my head. Like I'm talking like, um, it's being narrated by Cree summer. If you do not know who Cree summer is, you live in under a rock. That's all I got to say. Um, love her, love her voice. She's the best. Um, and she's saying all these things and I'm looking to Marie, like, I'm sorry, what does this mean? Because they're talking, they're talking about Libra rising and, and and this, your the, nodes, your moon sign, your, your mo- sun sign, your your yes, go your ahead. north north sign, your south sign. Okay, it's it's like they did they did each of these people's astrological charts. And if you know anything about astrology, then you know that you can have your chart done. To which it'll tell you everything down to like you could be born a Pisces. Underneath the Pis- the Piscean timeline, time but you will have you could have like a Libra moon and a different sun, and then depending on what time of day that you're born, that means something else. So, and then also they they haven't done this yet, but I when I was reading books, they delve into like what your parents were, so what you grew up around, because you also suck in those sign traits and those people's traits. So it's like you know. Like it, you can get a lot when you get your charts done. Yeah. And like I told Marlon, like it can be upwards of a couple hundred she, dollars. She was telling me this and I'm just like, wait, I'm sorry. To get my stars aligned yeah. and my charts done is going to cost me. Like, you get like you get the information. You know, they don't just tell you like when you get your hand palm read or when mm-hmm. you get tarot cards read, they'll tell you things. But you get actually to walk out with a piece of paper about your charts. So, yeah, that's going to cost you. Wild. It's wild. wild. It's wild. But like people do this shit. People absolutely and they, and they did this shit for the show. Like they talk about these people, and it's not just the the host or not the host, but the the um what would you call the the people that the main people that people are supposed to be with? What the fuck you call them? The contestants. I guess the contestants because when in the description of their per- person, the contestant. Yeah. Okay, so they matches. did. They just matches. Ma- okay. The matches. They were so, no, matches. The, the contestants and then the matches. No, they were all no. called matches because there were matches to somebody. They just didn't know who those matches were. Right, right. Yeah. But I'm talking about the main people. Oh, the elements. They call them the, the elements. elements. Okay, okay. The elements. Which the is elements. another thing. I'm like, what are they powering? Just what the hell are you calling people elements? Well, yeah, for? you know, earth, fire, water. Captain Planet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have all the four elements: they have earth, fire, water, 
wind. That's all yeah. I hear is the Captain Planet yeah. theme song going off in my background when they're talking about this stuff. Every time they're like, I'm fire element. I'm like, <laughs> let our powers combine. Like, I'm like, what? what? <laughs> oh, oh, bless you. Salud. God bless you. Thank you. I'm God so bless sorry. you, little one, as well. I felt it coming up. I thought I could swallow it, but oh, I couldn't. Not at all. Not at all. You got to get those out. You got to get those out. Um, so, yes. So, they have the main people are called the elements. The people who are there to be with the elements, the singles, are called the matches. Right. Now, where I think they fucked up, okay. Marlon, yeah. and you can correct me if I'm wrong, okay. is that each, so there's four people, there's four elements, obviously. Mm-hmm. Each four of the elements have four matches or yeah. five matches. Four. Four matches. Four. Four matches, okay? Yep. Now, the matches are different, particularly different zodiac signs and moon rising and sun rising signs that go with each of the elements. Right. Now, the, the thing, the place where I think they fucked up with mm-hmm. is that the matches nor the elements knew who was the match. Right. They didn't know at, at the beginning. Right. They all come in, they're, you know, in their little dressy dress outfits on. Mm-hmm. They're mixing and mingling. They're asking, like, well, what are you? I'm a Pisces. I'm a Virgo. I'm mm-hmm. a Libra. I'm mm-hmm. a I'm a Gemini, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so they're trying, the, the matches and the, and the elements are trying themselves to figure out, okay, well, who do you, who, which, which of these people do I think I matched with? Now, at the end of each episode, at the beginning, they had the 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 um astrological chamber would reveal oh yeah time out real quick they threw okay, out sorry. some names about these things and about these places that blew my mind they mean so they had to they were like okay there's like you have to report to the astro chamber uh you have to go to the celestial lounge mm-hmm. you have to go to the cosmic courtyard i was like i'm sorry this is completely Completely like it was funny. It was I couldn't take it seriously. I could it not take it seriously. I was like, report to the Astro Team. If y'all watch this show, you gotta watch it high. You gotta watch it high because the astrological I'm, chamber I'm is, is very like dissied out. It's a it's giant. Glitter. It's glittered. It's LED lights. It's it's mm-hmm. just so much going on. It's so a much psych- coming at you. So much going at you. Yeah. It's a psychological experience. I'm just like, and there's a giant globe that they have to yeah. talk to. Yeah, like, it's hilarious. I love it. It is crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. But, yes, it's continue. Crazy. Sorry. Continue. I'm so sorry. they they report to the chamber. Yes. And, and the globe tells them, mm-hmm. you, you, "I'm going to reveal a match for you today." And so you, they go out to the courtyard, yeah. or no, to the lounge, and yeah. they see their match. Right. Now, at the end of each day, or maybe every other day, a match was revealed. Mm-hmm. This is where I think they messed up. Okay. I think that the matches, or the, uh, both of them, the matches and the elements should have known who was matched with who from the get-go. Because okay. some of these ladies, some of these men, were throwing their dick and pussies at the wrong people. And then, to make matters even worse, the singles had so much time in the house and then, and then the resort, let's be honest, it was a resort, yeah. on the resort and in the house to lounge around yeah. and, you know, check each other out. And then all of a sudden, 
now you have people playing hide the salami with each other and they're not supposed to be together. True. That's the part where I felt like was the most disrespected. Mm-hmm. I get that we're all single. Mm-hmm. Not we're all. They're all single. Mm-hmm. I get that they're all single. Mm-hmm. I get that they're, but they're on the show for somebody. Right. And they know it's for one of the elements. It's right. not just to fuck around. Right. And yet they did. Not just one, not just two couples, but it was like almost three. two other people. Yeah. Actually, four. I think it, we had Chris E and Jasmine. Then we had um, um, Lucky Charms and Caleb, the Big Booty Girl, Adriana. Yeah, and then we had um, at the end Pizza yep. Dude, Darren. Right. Right. And and um, Mulan. Teresa. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm going straight to hell. I'm so sorry. Damn, babe. I'm sorry. You, damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Darren and Teresa. Wow. Darren and Teresa took their shit to the worst. Yeah. Okay. Nah, they, Darren they, and Teresa were like, fuck it. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, that, that was a... A crazy one, but I mean, they're all attractive singles living in a house. If something was about to happen, I think they knew that from jump, but they just let that <laughs> roll off their back. Okay. Um, I thought that was unnecessary. I thought I thought that was rude. That was me personally speaking. Mm-hmm. Being an element, I would have like Phoebe. I would have went home probably earlier. Mm-hmm. Phoebe was one of the elements. She was the yeah. fire element, I believe. Right, right, right. I would have went home way earlier because two of my matches. That we know that we're matches now. Y'all still are looking at other people going like, oh, well, I have another connection. Another connection? What? You're supposed to be paying attention to me. This is, I'm, the, I'm the bitch of the show. You can't even pay attention to me? Mm-mm. Then we don't, why are you here? I don't know what to say to that one. I thought like, yeah. yeah. That was crazy to me. Well, we haven't, we haven't finished the show um, we had to take a break because it was getting a little too, like, just over the top. Um, because at the end of the show, they're choosing to marry somebody. And I'm like, every time I look at that, I'm like, how are you guys even getting mm-hmm. getting to that point? You've only known each other for literally, it says, look like a month from what the, they're describing. Yeah. And you're yeah. making the choice. I know this is, like, the concept of the show, of, like, finding your soulmate and things like that. But... I can't see this being fruitful. This is not fruitful. No. Um, and for them to even create the show, it's like, just choose your person that you want to, you know, move on with. You don't have to go for marriage because I'm sorry, none of these people look like they're ready to be married. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, of all the work that they fucking did, I feel like, all right, I feel like TV got the worst of the worst. Yeah, they she just got, gave she her. Got a lot of bros. She, got bros. she got a lot of. She got yeah. She got a lot of bros and she, she got, got a bros. lot of duds. I felt bad for her. And I'm glad she was like, you know what? I don't need the show. And deuce. Deuce it. and yeah. she and she deuced out. Uh, Maria, who is the I think air sign, no, mm-hmm. earth sign, whatever. No, no. Um, she she got one bro, or yeah, one bro, one. Um, guy who didn't know how to stop trying, mm-hmm. and <laughs> oh my god, felt so bad for CJ. That dude, that what was his name? Oh shit, what was CJ, his name? right? Or no, Paulson? no, no, Javier. 
Javier. Oh man, Javier. 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 That that was a dude that I felt bad for because he really tried to keep pushing his best foot he forward. Did. And he, he did. just he's just out there just stepping in the wrong direction. He stepped in everything. Yeah. yeah. I, was like, Fuck, man. I was like, I don't know what to tell you, Bobby. You you on your own. <laughs> yeah. Your just, own. just take your L and go. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. We okay. will be discussing the end, end of Cosmic Love. But if you guys have watched it, please let us know the madness that you think that this show is. Uh, and th- I'm just very curious. I'm like, how do how do you guys use astrology just to go through choosing your love? Like that's just there's dangerous. more to that. That's more to that. It's that dangerous. There's yeah. more to that. So we're we're gonna dive. We're gonna dive in on the season finale and let you know how that goes or not go or oh my god i hope there's a reunion i want that so badly uh well we'll see we'll see it'll be perfect yeah we'll see it needs to be yeah uh but on to the original dating show that we were just about to jump into before i forgot cosmic love was ready to love um this week it was a switch up where the women had the power to do eliminations which we Mm -hmm. don't know the necessary results of they kind of kept that as a cliffhanger um but this we know I know. Well, you, you, you see. Um, but this week it was really just kind of letting everybody flourish and really get to know each other on a deeper level. I think some people kind of got that way. I think it was mm-hmm. just this more was kind of a fluff episode. I don't think meat and bones were really brought to the surface. A couple of simple, easy dates. Um, nothing to really chalk up about, but we will talk no. about justice, though. Um, Please. You explain justice. Ready to Love has a character by the name of Justice. And I say character Mm -hmm. because he's definitely a character. Um, Where he definitely shows his masculinity as a forefront in every point of conversation that he has, whether it be man or woman. Uh, And he was on a date with Jelani or Jelena. Something in that area, and I forget the name. You know us. We don't really know the names, so we kind of whittle down some of the people. But anyway, um, Justice had a conversation with her, and the simple question was, how do you pursue someone? How do you Mm -hmm. get into that area of dating where we are talking, we are getting to know each other, we are just getting the energy and the vibes? He says he has nothing to do with that. He doesn't talk on the phone. He doesn't do that because there's no room in his life to entertain that. That's the whole point of dating. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. yeah. That's the whole point of dating. You're, you you kind of like to know this person, you have to go out with them, talk with them, interact with them on any mode of platform, whether it be phone, text, DM, I don't know how you, however you want to do it. Um, but if you're not entertaining any of those steps, how do you expect to get to know somebody on a deeper level? His explanation was completely like, I'm a king. They got to come to me. I don't chase nobody. Things like that. I'm sorry. To be honest with you, you may be living a long and lonely life if you keep those methods in your heart. For you to be on this show and still portray that type of energy, that means you're cutting out probably, I would say, all of the, all women. the women. Yeah. All of the women. I and didn't understand it. She didn't understand it either. She the look on her face was like... And the thing about it is, it's like, this is a very simple... It's, I'm not, and I say that it's not a simple game, 
but no. the rules are no. very easy. Open yourself yes. up, speak yes. clearly, speak directly. Get uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable yeah. in your in your circumstances and try to show your authentic self as best as you time with the time frame that you're given. Right. You don't think that you portraying yourself in that method during the date, another woman would not share that information with other women because mm. they're probably going to be circling the dating pool around you too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just shot yourself completely in the foot off of that. Like you just came with the nasty. I mean, I, I think that that was a very um, a horrible foot to step on into this dating situation. But again, you do that and then you leave interactions early. I get, I get you have a business, you know, I get right. that's what you got to do. If you, that. you know, yeah. if you have, if you've seen the episode, he had to leave the party that um, Tommy, the host Tommy. Uh, orchestrated and he had to do it because he had prior engagements. He had a business right. he's running that has a grand opening. Understandable. You got to do what you got to do. Money is money. Time Absolutely. is money. But yes. based off of the energy of how you portrayed yourself on the date and how you portrayed yourself in the party yeah. where you're just kind of yeah. like cutting it off and just saying, you got to come to me. I'm the king of the throne. You got to let me know. You've already defeated yourself. It's an equal playing field when it comes to dating. There's a little it's a back and forth. There's a little chase and there's a little reserve. And then a little chase again, a reserve. That's just the way the nature of the game. If you are not okay with dealing with the rules of the game, then you're on your own, buddy. You shouldn't be on this show. You should. When he said like, I'm not going to take you out to get to know you. I want to get to know you first. Right. Well, how do you get to know somebody if you don't take them out on dates? How do you get to know somebody if you don't talk on the phone with them? He said, well, you know, we'll have interactions. You know what it sounded like to me? And mm. I'm, I'm going to be really honest. It sounded very cheap to me. Ooh. It really okay. did. Like okay. that, that rang like super cheap, super like, well, what are we doing here? Like we're all in our mid mid 30s to mid 40s at this point yes. you know yes. we should be more established we should understand the rules of dating yeah. you know where it's like someone in their 20s i'm not saying that you need to break the bank on some of these girls however depending on what type of girls you're after you might but I'm not, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm never going to say a man or a woman needs to break the, break the bank to date. However, the only way to get to know somebody is if you interact with them and you take them out on dates. And it could be reciprocated. You know, we go out for dinner, I pay for it. You, we, we go to the movies, you pay for it. Like there's, you know, there, I mean, but that, like when he said, I'm not going to spend money, I'm not going to almost not going to waste money on somebody that I don't know, mm-hmm. that I don't know if things are going to pan out. Mm-hmm. It seemed horribly cheap to me, really crass. And like, also like perhaps, perhaps he's been burnt by somebody who milked him oh, yeah. for, for that. Oh, and yeah. so now he's going to copy and paste that horrible the wall. Yeah. The wall came up. He's going to copy yeah. and paste that horrible mentality that, this woman, or, or you know, obviously he's just attracted to women. This woman um, that did this to him onto everyone else. And so none of us, like, fuck the rest of us. None of us mm-hmm. get a chance. And it's like, okay, well, then you're not, you're not healed. You're not ready to date. Not ready to date. And that's fine. But don't go on this show because you're not going to get anywhere. And you're going to, I really do feel like by next episode, we'll, feel, we'll find out he's not ready to love. I think that's yeah. just going to be the way. Absolutely. I'll let that run. 
Yeah. So uh, more to come on that. More to come because more the episode's come. not done yet. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. So it was yeah that that was a nice clip, little cliffhanger that we got. So yeah. the 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 interactions from this next episode though seem really hot. Yeah, and I think one of the guys that were because Tommy pulled three guys as in the bottom three to do the two, so one of the other bottom one um, one of the bottom guys seems really pissed that he's in the bottom. Let's see how that's right. That's what I interpreted as. We'll see. So we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Um, but <laughs> switching gears on a more positive note of Black Love, as you said, as, no, as we said last week, we were going to let those episodes build up because we're on the final season and it seemed like they were a little bit connected in some way. Yeah. Um, and these episodes really rang true for us, especially during this particular time in our yeah. marriage uh, because it's talking about struggles and mm-hmm. working together to get through those struggles and also building a great foundation for your children. We are becoming new parents, and uh, this is something that we've been really fighting for for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. It was great to kind of hear these stories. Again, I applaud Black Love for really setting the tone of having these types of conversations because it is really a teaching method for both of us. Absolutely. You know, we do have a lot of transparency in our relationship and a lot of things that we keep to ourselves, we decided not to do that because, you know, Marie is my, my biggest defender. Um, she's my partner. She's my best friend. And I can't live my life not being able to confide in her about a lot of the major issues going on in my life. And as we bring a new life into the world, it's going to be super important for us to even keep that transparency at a higher level so that no one feels underappreciated, overworked, or disinterested. You know, a lot of that stuff happens when a child comes into the world because their focus right. is completely on the child. But we right. were married first. So that has to be the pillar that we use to establish a, a healthy unit for our child to be able to be like, okay, then this is safety. This is us. This is mommy and daddy working together. And right. that episode, especially the struggle episode, really hit me because I'm gonna, I got emotional off of it because I felt... um calling us back to when we had our first loss, you yeah. know, and that sense of helplessness that I was feeling and the fact that, that this was something that I just had to stand by a little bit and be of support while going through those emotions because mm-hmm. you were living it both emotionally and physically, physically, you know, I was witnessing it more. I was witnessing it physically, but I wasn't going through it. And it did bring me to tears because one of the guys was explaining just knowing that he could not do this without um, his partner. And I Mm -hmm. immediately knew what that meant. You know, you being a mom has been such a goal of ours, you know, and something that I was hoping that we can just snap to and and do it. And, you know, it was not like that. No. Um, you know, it wasn't we, snappy. It wasn't snappy at all. And we learned a lot, both about ourselves and both about our physical selves, mm-hmm. of why certain things were a milestone for us and why yeah. certain things were an obstacle. Yeah, um, obstacle. obstacle. Obstacle, not milestone, sorry. Um, and it just really brought me back to those moments and reiterated my biggest appreciation for you and what you're doing and the responsibility and care that you put into yourself for carrying our child and bringing it together. I don't care how many times I say it, I am grateful. 
and I'm grateful for you to being the promoted to mommy. I'm grateful because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. There are days where I can tell you're just like, I want to shut it down. And I just want to lay down. But you mm-hmm. continue to push yourself forward. And that needs to be celebrated. Well, thank you. You know, so that episode thank really... You. You know, that really episode really resonated with us because we even had a conversation about, you know, some of the expectations of stress that we're going to be coming under, you know, in the future. Absolutely. And how are we best going to be able to handle it when it comes? Some things we can probably a little bit prepared for, but it's all brand new, unexpected new territory. Absolutely. You know, we're so. going from a two people household to a, a third little person whose personality and ticks we we don't know right. nor even if we did know this person beforehand it would still take some getting used to like the company the the constantness of another human being here and it's because it's just been us for so long and and for a lot of reasons I'm, I'm happy for that that it's been us for so long because we have a, a groove we have a tempo that we have adapted and have settled into and it's going to help along the way. Um, but yeah, yeah. When, when this person comes along, it's like, well, now getting used to she or he, you know, being here all the time and, and, you know, what do they like to do? And basically like, like, like I said before, their personality, their, their tics, their, their tip, everything, everything. And then also this person is learning everything. So we're not bringing a fully formed human being or, Bring a fully formed human being into this house, but not matured. Yeah, it's it's the baby. Yeah. We don't know anything. Yeah. We've got to learn everything from us. So a lot of their cues and shit they're going to be taking from us, mm-hmm. and so we have to like be mindful how we interact with each other. Yep, because that energy is transferred. Interact with them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because another thing that happened on um, Black Love is like you know the you know you don't want to see your parents. You don't want to see your dad yelling and screaming at your mother yep. and saying whatever, because then, you know, the little boy is going to think, oh, this is how I portray love. Mm-hmm. Or the little girl is going to think, oh, this is how someone shows their love for me. Mm-hmm. So when I'm an adult or when I'm a teenager and I start dating, if someone treats me like this, then it's okay. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's all these little things that we have to be really mindful of that we're showing them like not just our best selves, but yes, but also, you know, what it is, what it means to like being a healthy relationship. Yeah. And something that, you know, we both agreed on, especially with the foundation of the children episode is that we're both starting off as um, a couple where there's going to be mm-hmm. a two parent household. Uh, right. We both come from single parent households. So we don't, yes have long-standing examples around us of what it no. means to be a, a parent, um, a two parent, you know, a mom and a dad together. We both were raised mm-hmm. by single mothers. Um, so this is the first step for us to do that as a team together. And that's a lot of yep. growth behind that. And a lot of, you know, bumps in the road that are going to come around this because we've never seen it. We've never seen right. it. We don't know how that works. We've only had an answer to one level of authority. So now they're going to have to answer the two levels of authority and we're going to have to parent with two levels of authority, you know? So it's going to be a great 
experience that we are kind of <laughs> we're both on and i say this honestly we're both breaking a generational curse because i think we want to know that we're going to make this work for our future kid and yes. to show them what it means to really have black love in the household and to know that this is a possibility and something that's not a fairy tale absolutely so um, I'm excited for it. I, you know, really took to heart those particular two episodes, especially the foundation one, because it was just leading with a lot of just open mindedness, oh, yeah. understanding, communication, um, the ability to know that your child will have their own individual personalities and thoughts and feelings and not to necessarily warp or influence them to get into the mindset that you are. Sometimes things that you think are your belief system may not be what they're going to be believing in, but at least you can have that common understanding and respect to say, I see what you're talking about. I may not agree with it, but I see it. And for that, I still love you and still care for you outside of that. You know, so those those fruits are always something that we just thrive in. Black Love documentary series is just so great with that. And I'm still sad. Okay. It's still sad that it's this final season, but I think what is going to be best is just probably going back and just rewatch them you know yeah. you never know what you can find out I with feel a different like eye with a different yeah. eye yeah with a different eye there were a lot of kid episodes in the past that we watched that we weren't you know in this stage or this process with you know so yeah i definitely think that's a great point to make marie just you know in a different eye and a different perspective to rewatch them and see what happens yeah, yeah absolutely i'll be down for that free therapy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But um, with that being said, guys, I do promote every couple, no matter your background, ethnicity, um, relation, gender, anything like that. You got yeah. uh, This is a show to watch. This is a show, this to, watch. A show to watch. I feel yeah. like everyone pulls something from this show. I think it's a great show. I stand by this. A hundred really positive, really yeah. positive. Something that really is great to just bring you up and open up dialogue and conversation. I think that's mm -hmm. what the beauty about this show. It always ends with us having a great piece of dialogue yes absolutely absolutely yeah it's it's definitely something to just see it to dip your toe into see how you feel because there's some extremely emotional episodes and then there's some very light-hearted episodes so yeah. you'll get you get a bit of both so get a bit of both. free therapy, free therapy. <laughs> that's the best way to explain it <laughs> well that's going to actually do it for our show um, as always, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. Please follow us on social media. It's on our radar on Instagram. It's on our radar on Twitter. Twitter. And definitely, if you have a topic that you want us to discuss, share a like, a love, it's on our radar at what? Gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to Riverside and Anchor and Spotify for giving us the opportunity to share this on voice and share this in person. Um, as always, we are ending with a beautiful quote of the day, and that is, investing in yourself is never a gamble. Boom. So, so absolutely, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a beautiful opportunity to see you guys. Um, we will not be having an episode next week, and that's only because it is birthday time. Birthday boy. Yes, I have a birthday coming up. It's coming up this, I believe, this coming weekend. Gotta carry my own birthday sometimes. But, you know, we're gonna be doing it up, doing it up a little bit and we're just gonna take the opportunity to enjoy ourselves in the moment with our little one. So yeah. we will give you something 
but there won't be an episode coming out next week. So as always, please catch up on the old episodes. Let us know what you think. And like I said, as always, I am Marlon. And I'm Marie. And you have been listening and watching On Our Radar. We will see you guys next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys.